Welcome back to Success with Style, everybody. I am Rob Giardinelli. I'm Lance Avery Morgan. And we are here with Carla Stanmeyer McDonald. May we call you Carla? Please do. Call, okay. me, call me Cheetah. <laughs> May we call you Carlita? <laughs> call me Cheetah. <laughs> We've had such a fun time speaking with you, and we're back for more fun. Now, everyone knows you as a hostess. They also know you as a stylish hostess with your own personal style. Where did all that begin? Did it begin in the Avon days? Mm-hmm. Go to earlier segments. <laughs> <laughs> Go to part one, huh. people. I, well, I have always, I, I will tell you where it began. It began in Harrods oh, in yes, London. Yes, please. When I was seven years old. Oh. And uh, I was walking through, it was right before Christmas, and it was just buzzing. And I was with my mom, who was pretty, she is pretty chic still. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I saw this mannequin. And she was wearing, she, it, I don't know, the mannequin was wearing (laughs) this incredible crinkly red patent leather coat. And it had like, you know, sort of fake fur black uh, trim on the sleeves and like matching red patent leather go-go boots. Were you on the teen floor? I, I, you know, I don't even know. Or was it a grown-up woman? No, no, no. It was, it must have been the teen floor or kids or whatever, because I said, oh my God, mom. That is the only thing I want for Christmas. Oh. I don't want anything else. I just want uh. that for Christmas. And I literally could not get it out of my mind wow. for two weeks yeah. or whatever it was. And it was under the tree. Oh, you're kidding me. And I, wow. I mean, scary outfit, but I just thought it was the chicest thing ever. I'm and sure it was. It was and the, is. I think the first moment I ever was sort of, that I noticed fashion and that I really felt the power of it. Right. And right. I just, I've, I'll never forget that. And so cool. then, you know, I was it off and running. started at seven. Yeah. yeah. At Harrods with those narrow staircases. <clears throat> there you go. Yeah. I know. Wow. So that style continued on. Who were who some of your style influencers? Because you're a style influencer to many folks. So who well, were thank yours? Thank you very much. Um, hmm. You know, I guess I would say I'm, I don't know, I influenced by... I love Jackie O's style, of course. You've been compared Um, to her a lot, yeah. uh, Which is always a huge compliment, but you know, it's the big dark glasses all the time. I like (laughs) big dark glasses, (laughs) you know. Um, And uh, you know, I love Catherine Hepburn style. I mean, you know, she's never met a turtleneck she didn't love. You know what I mean? So I can relate to that, and I'm wearing one today. Right now, yeah. Um, And that's all. Yeah, just wearing a turtleneck. I told you, clothing optional in the lab. Go to segment one. Make okay. fashion yeah. your own. That's you right. know, Do yeah. it your way. Yeah. Um, who else? Uh, modern uh, Charlize Theron, I think, has great style. Yeah, head to toe Dior. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Ava Gardner, I think, was very elegant. You get and, compared to her a lot as uh, well. well. thank you. The well, physical only by you. Yeah. <laughs> only by you. Um, and, uh, yeah, I guess, you know. I don't know. I find I find style in a lot of people, right? And it inspires right. me. I think people who there's a real magic in uh, people who are able to find uh, a fashion groove that works for them. Mm-hmm. That's right. really who they are. That they're not trying to be trendy. They're right. not trying to look like somebody else. But right. they really know their own personal style, and well, that that's what sort of comes out. Is that trial and error? What's your advice for that? Uh, follow your instincts you know go to what you're drawn to um don't focus on the trends but really you know go in and see what you love you know and uh i do believe that we have an innate 
instinct for the things that look best on us mm -hmm. colors silhouettes whatever they might be and so um yeah i mean i know that i'm you know i don't wear a lot of patterns i just don't think right. that i'm a pattern person unless it's poochie well there you go <laughs> poochie poochie goo that's yeah. art not yeah, that pattern art. you know well um, you said your, yeah. art, your art collection's in your closet as well as on your walls yeah i you know closet. i well i love uh vintage couture i do collect that from our mutual friend cameron cameron silver yeah um and uh because i think uh you know great fashion is art it right. really is right. so um yeah well are there any designers that you would like to see who are not around now that you would you would think wow i wish they were still designing any favorites from back in the day that you either wore or admired well Christian Dior, of course, right. master. Um, it'd be great to see. He was such an innovator, um, and he really knew how to tap into both what women wanted and, and, and sort of the zeitgeist mm -hmm. of the right. times. Yeah. And he, you know, sort of the, uh, created great art from the confluence of those things and other things, too. I mean, he was really so amazing. And so it'd be great to see what he would come up with in mm -hmm. today. With his interpretation now. Exactly. How do you so, think the House of Dior is doing now with his I think, legacy? I think great, yeah. you know, yeah. nicely. I mean, I think, you know, they're still doing beautiful things that are uh, in the same sort of uh, artistic space. And I think it's lovely. I, you know, I also think it'd be great to see Pucci designing still, yeah. you know? I yeah. Mean, uh, I don't know that I think the Poochie of today is is living up to the mm -hmm. Poochie of, you know, the original right. yeah. Poochie. Um, I wish they were, you know, more vibrant yeah. and uh, had more vibrant patterns. They have some. Um, also, there's a designer from the 1970s who I love, Laura Cesaro. Oh, yeah. Uh, who did these beautiful things, and mostly in Jersey with a lot of beading. Mm -hmm. and, um, and I think, you know, it would have been so great to see him designing today, be alive today to be designing. Um, Are you collecting him? I do. I oh, do good. have some pieces. Um, yeah. But I had, you know, I bought one, one Laura Cesaro gown from Cameron, that was this sort of you've seen it a million times because oh, I wear it a lot. It's new to I me every it. time. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's kind of an apple green, mm -hmm. and it's the signature Laura Cesaro, which is the three kind of cutouts. Right. I mean, he was doing cutouts before Tom Ford was doing cutouts. Right. I mean, he was right. the, the first yeah. really to very sexy to do yeah. those kind of sexy cutouts, and um, and so I loved the dress, but I didn't really love all of the dress. So I cut the arms off, mm -hmm. and I cut you made it, it made it short dress. You made it your own. You know, yeah. made it my own. And, yeah. Um, and I love it to this day, and, and I think that's just the, that is the hallmark of great fashion, is that it's, uh, it looks as fresh, you know, today as it did, you know, when it was designed. Well, and I think the fashion is a partnership <clears throat> like that. If you, yeah. you know, if to continue the, the legacy, you create your own iteration of it. Yeah. And it continues the partnership and the collaboration with that designer. Yes. Who is long gone and unfortunately quite forgotten. Right. Yeah. But right. thanks to you, it's it stays invigorated. Right. Yeah. And I love the seventies, the right. style yeah. of the seventies. So because, it's you know Halston. Well and frizzy hair was chic then, so that would have been a good time for me yeah. to okay, gotcha. you know, yeah. yeah. So um That's why you brought an iron right. to the podcast. Well and <laughs> it was also kind of it was also the you know the, <laughs> heyday of the dance party. That's right. Yeah, oh, you know, that too. You that, I think there's money just maker. A, there's just right. the fun about it, and you know, being from the Northeast like you are, you know, that was the height of urban decay. So yes. there was this forbidden. Even as a kid, there was just this forbiddenness about it that was just so sexy that you know, even when I was six, seven, eight years old, I couldn't put my finger on what that was. But yeah. God, 
it was so cool. Right. And I, you know, I think it was just a, I think we were, we were too young to appreciate yeah. that decade, but, totally. um, but you know, it just, uh, seems like it would have been a fun time to be old enough to have a cocktail so. or two. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. A cocktail or eight. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty wild. I mean, yeah. if you look back at the movies of that era, we just screened Thank God It's Friday, oh. 1978. Oh. Uh, about the disco. It was, it was the West Coast answer to the disco of uh, Saturday Night Fever. Saturday Night Fever, yeah. Right. Oh, wow. And I said, do you see how unattractive and ugly those people are? And they're in their best. They're <laughs> yeah. in their best clothes, their best dance clothes. But it just—it was just—it was just a different world wow. of, of what was considered attractive. Did you like the movie? Did not like the movie. No. I mean, it was super high camp, so <clears throat> you got to like yeah. that factor. But yeah, I mean, it was no Saturday Night Fever, which right. in its own scenario is sort of <clears throat> challenging to watch even these yeah. days. But it's, right. it's all about what that the world represented on film back then. Yeah. I'm yeah. just blown away by that every time I see it. Because that. I take all my movie and TV cues from you guys. Oh, you know that. You're very you kind. know that. Well, every time I see you, you astray. I say, what are you watching? Yeah. What do you like? Because yeah. you, you know, you're the ones who have turned me on to so many great, uh, great movies. But speaking of the 70s, I'm reading a book right now um, about Eve Babbitts. Oh, Do you yeah, know who she course, is? Okay, absolutely. So, uh, Trailblazer. Eve, right. Yeah. So Eve Babbitts was kind of an it girl yes. in L.A. in the 70s. And um, I don't know much more about that because I'm only on Chapter 3. And kind of a West Coast Eve Sedgwick, if you yeah, will. Yeah, yeah. Right. exactly yeah. right. And yeah. so that's kind of fun. So I, I think it's a, you know, it was a great decade. Another, yeah. another movie to see is Shampoo from the 70s. <gasps> Talk One about great best. style. Beverly One Hills, which best. was a little village yeah. with, you know, grocery stores and shoe repairs. And yeah. it was not what it has become today. Right. No. You know? One of the best. Yeah. And but you lived in L.A. for I did. Lived how in, many years? Um, decade and a half. Yeah, yeah so, a long time. Wow, what I, did I you... moved when I was four, did... so that worked out great. <laughs> Child prodigy in showbiz, yeah. But yeah, I, but I when I would live there, there was a little of that left, right? right? And now it's so different. Whenever I return there, on could business. you live there now? Do you think? Sure, I can you live could. anywhere. You can live anywhere. I know that's home the is where the heart is. Absolutely. Right. absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, I could live anywhere. I think we could all yeah. live anywhere if the situation was right. Yeah, and, where do you want to go? Sense. Where should we go? Let's pack up. Let's go. Yeah, where do you want to go today? Let, let's just live in every great city in the world for one year for the rest of our lives. Let's Wouldn't just do that. that. Wouldn't that be fun? Well, speaking of which, I witnessed when Carla took Paris by storm not too long ago with oh. the American Friends of the Louvre Gala. So much fun. Hosted by one of the best hostesses in the world on the Becca planet thrash. living or literally case and thrash yeah. a friend of mine and a inspiration and incredibly gifted at many things including uh bringing people together uh with parties right i mean she threw a heck of a party that night yeah she's yeah. a heck of a party on yes. tuesday afternoon yeah i mean right? come on her life is a party yeah so was that an aha moment for you when you were in paris and thinking okay i'm here with my handsome and talented husband jack mcdonald we're having dinner at the frickin' Louvre. That had to have been a high point for you. Yeah, of course it was. Are you kidding? <laughs> Every party of Becca's is a high point for right. me. Yes, I mean, truly. come on. Um, but yes, I mean, just being at the Louvre when it was closed to the public and the right. only people there were the people at the party and sitting there, you know, talking with Simon Laban about the Mona Lisa right. was surreal. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. And then chatting with Princess Caroline of Monaco. And these were all arguments. Because well, they're so difficult to get along with. Yeah, and you're yeah. difficult to get I mean, along with. I mean, come on. <laughs> These were fisticuffs. Fisticuffs. You got it. You got it. Well, look, Becca likes excitement at her parties, right. and I like to do my part. It ain't you a know. party until something gets broken. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or someone dives in her pool. Or someone dives in her pool, um, and there's a there's now there's a robe ready for that yes. person, but whatever. 
<laughs> it's, become, it's become a thing. It's, yeah. So, no, that was great. And you were there. I was there, yeah. And uh, so you know it was an incredible evening. Yeah. Yeah, and then you were at my Bel Air party that I yes. hosted. That was so much fun. Amazing. Talk about keeping things going for several hours because we shot it for Brilliant Magazine. Yeah. So to keep everyone up and Adam and happy and engaged, liquor, a hardly knower, liquor was the answer. <laughs> <laughs> liquor was the answer. Everyone got so blotto because they were there at hair and makeup. Well, speak for yourself. And with the yeah. Barbie hair. And we, you know, Laura Schriffman and I yeah. co-hosted that. And she's the entertaining goddess as well she's incredible now my i have problem. known i have known laura since our pr days in I new know. york you, you, oh I mean, really how, yeah. did you, how did you do you were we, amused we for her you are amused for yes, her yes we she go back at least 100 years yeah 100 wow. years wow um, buggy no. days. Yeah. yeah. No, she's she's incredible, and uh, and uh, she's gone on to do so many great things, and and that party that you hosted in Bel Air was amazing. It was fun. It was, it was a good time. so much fun. In fact, you did those little um, every every guest every place card had uh, it was you a know, silver frame. Was a silver that frame Tiffany provided because right. they were one of our partners yeah. for that. And you and I put in a movie star photo of those I thought the guests represented. So of course you were Ava Gardner. Right, and it was in Which Hollywood, was such a so it huge, made sense yeah, to compliment to do that. Right? right, so that was that was a lot of work. That was yeah. a right. lot of fun, though. But it was all about. I, that was an aha moment for me of sitting there and thinking, "Wow, I've, I'm surrounded by all these really wonderful people who had flown in, yeah, privately and commercially, and however walked, yeah. you know, crawled on bended knee over broken glass, <laughs> and it was just like a really good. Well, that's what you do yeah. when you go to a lands oh, party. No, no, <laughs> no, no, you no, get no, there. No. You get broken there. Glass no matter what, is not welcome. But yeah. So, let, let me ask this question for someone who may want to throw a party how do you make everyone feel comfortable because people like you and people like lance and people like becca are just masters at it well, we got to find one more too. person yeah, rob, you are too. Right. rob well, you are too the four of us can be mount rushmore how about that there we go the four of us are about rushmore of <laughs> now that's a, par a party, party mount i want to go kidding. down <laughs> so, <laughs> what would you what would you recommend to somebody um, who's kind of throwing their first party, and there may be people that you know may not necessarily get along. How do you kind of navigate to make everyone feel comfortable and welcome, and make it fun and upbeat and a good time? You know, a couple things. I think one one thing is um, be tuned in. Okay. You know, to how people are feeling. You know, and uh, just you know. Make sure everyone's talking to somebody. Mm -hmm. And I like before a party to sort of think about who I want to make sure I introduce to whom. Okay. So I really want Lance to meet this person. I really want Rob to meet this person. And so I, I really try to make sure those connections happen. Mm -hmm. um, you know, a funny other thing is just I think that, and I think sometimes people forget this, but I think it's really important to make your guests feel like they look great mm -hmm. yes so yes light your party well no overhead lighting mm -hmm. and and the other thing i think that's overlooked sometimes is the bathroom mm -hmm. so like right. you know if, so, if somebody goes into the powder room and they turn the light on and like you know bright light <laughs> they take one look in the mirror and they go oh my god i gotta go home yeah I yeah, look right. terrible. I've been I don't looking like back. this out yeah. there the whole night. <laughs> I'm out of no here. No ma'am. Right. No ma'am. I am out of here. Right. So no, I like I, you know, pre-light my powder room mm -hmm. so that when they hit it, it's dimmed and yeah. it only goes to a certain level. And there's candles and everybody looks in the mirror and goes, oh, I look fabulous. Yeah. I'm getting well, back out there. Silver, and... <laughs> silver wallpaper, <laughs> silver leaf, you know, bathroom, which always the metallic. It can be room. any it's, bathroom. No, it's a very thoughtful well, thing. Well, thank but you very much. Very, but... The refractionary component and the reflector, reflect, 
factory component of the metallic it makes people sparkle I th well i hope so it does. but it does but anyway that's important because mm -hmm. i think if people feel confident they're going to have a great time right if people feel self-conscious right. or uncomfortable in any way they're not going to be relaxed yeah. and they're not going to be able to just kind of let go and enjoy themselves so but that's yeah. rare in your home. You're not yeah. going to have someone as a guest that you who isn't sure of himself or herself. I mean, people know that this is a partnership. When they go to a party, they have to deliver, too, I think. They have to be fun guests. Well, you they hope. Have to be good guests. Not everybody, you but know, I don't you know. know. is pretty fun. I mean, well... Well, I do. I do tend to like to hang out with fun people right, generally. Yeah. Right, you know, right, yeah. um, <laughs> that is true. But there, are, there are also guests, you know, who come who who might be introverted, mm -hmm. and yeah. so it's not that they're not trying to do their best. Yeah. It's just hard for them. Oh, right. I don't know anyone like that. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I don't have time for it. I do not have time for no introverted introverts people. allowed not at a party. No, not at a party. Really? But I think it's also to your point. It's also important to mix the right folks. Yes. Right. Absolutely. So, yeah. And 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 so you want people who may or may not know each other. Make sure they get along. If they don't, that's right. on them. And right. if I don't know about it, then there's nothing I can do about it. If they have something going on. Well, that is important because extroverts tend to be sort of attracted to other extroverts. Right. Mm -hmm. And if you're at a dinner party, they'll all kind of sit together. Right. And then all of a sudden, you have one side of the table where everyone's having a grand old time, and everybody at the other side's going, why am I at this side of the table? Yeah. That's, uh, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So it is important to take your treasured extroverts and seat them uh, all around the table. And right. so that's why I do believe in seating at dinners. A lot of mm, people don't yes. like, oh, let them sit where they want. Mm -mm. Well, no, because, mm -mm. <laughs> yeah, you're just, you know, and so uh, mixing it up. And also that goes back to having that thought beforehand about who you want, you know, meeting whom, right? right. Mm -hmm. And so you really want to seat these people next to each other so they have the chance to get to know each other. Yeah. So. And then throw in a lot of specialty cocktails. A yes. lot of specialty. <laughs> and you're the queen of that. Well, thank you. With, I mean, you created a lot of great cocktails over the years. I do like to. Yeah. I do. I think. I think a good specialty cocktail goes a long way in Absolutely. setting a tone at a party. And my bartender background, it's kind of fun to create things. So, Tell yeah. us about that. Let's go back yeah. there, shall we? No. Okay. <laughs> let's not. <laughs> let's we not. Did. When you were slinging bottles. Yeah. yeah. Let's not. So okay. right. the good news in that uh, in that era of my life, I will say. Well, I'll tell you a funny story. It goes back to my own, maybe my crazy entrepreneurial little Avon lady in this story. But okay. um, <laughs> is so, you know, back then we're going to age ourselves here, but uh, the drinking age was 18. Sure, of course. So um, when I was in college, I, you know, did not have a, a lot of money and I had a student loan and I needed money. To well, make ends way, meet. By the way, cocktails, expensive cocktails back then were three dollars. Right. I know that's right. I mean, yeah. that was a different yeah. planet right. as well. That's but not true. to interrupt, but go ahead. So um, I needed a job, and during the summer, I needed you know summer job, right. and I thought, well, gosh, <laughs> what jobs like? Can, where can you make the most money? Yeah. You mean and, tips. And, right. Yeah. yeah. And it was like waitress or whatever. So I did have a waitress job and I got fired the oh, first no. day. I was terrible. Uh, I, did, I was not. They have to be to really that. coordinated. Yeah. I can never do that. Oh, I just like the, you know, put the t the piece of paper up here by the chef and then, the, oh, it's too much. Here's a coffee <laughs> machine. I don't know. It's just way too much to yes. think about. So I thought, I like the idea of this, but I'd like to be in one spot. And maybe they can come to me. Right. So that's a bar, right? Okay. That is. And I also knew that bartenders were making tons and tons of money. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I thought, well, I'm going to be a bartender. So I thought, well, the, the only problem is I don't know how to do this. 
<laughs> so I went to bartender school <laughs> for a week. As part of your oh, higher education. Cool. Right. I love so it. my mom, oh, bless her, so uh, drove me to bartender school in White Plains on her way to work every day and picked me up on her way home. So <laughs> wow. I learned how to make like a Mai Tai, Singapore yeah. sling. Yeah. Like Navy I really frog. learned all of yeah. those things, right? Pink lady. Yeah. I mean, come on. Sure. Um, and so then I applied for a job at this really great bar called Garbo's that was in Greenwich, Connecticut. Ooh. And it was a big bar. It was like a disco. Was it a fern bar? Back what? in the day, fern bar? Remember what is like that? ferns that would be hanging from the ceiling? Oh, no. Okay. No, this was like, um, this was, stained you know, glass. this was cool. Glass. This is okay. kind of the place where I would want to go. So I thought, okay. well, I'd like to work at a place that I'd like to you go to. You want to be in, yeah. Right? Like that yeah. kind of is fun too, sure. right? So I applied for this job at Garbo's, and I think their claim to fame was they were the site where like a Jordash jeans commercial had been filmed. So like, we're talking really cool. That, that is a high class. Was, high yeah. Cool. So I was like, I was sign say. me oh, up yes, because I was all about sign a Jordash. Me and my Jordash oh yeah, up, right? I was all about yeah. those jeans. So anyway, I apply for this job, and so I got hired. And then I go for my first day of work, and this guy is, uh, you know, tell Carla how to like at the end of the day, like tell her how to. <laughs> fill the beer thing and do this and that. And, and so he says to me, well, go ahead and fill the beer case. So I start like just putting the bottles in and he's like, well, have you ever done this before? You know, so I, they did not teach me that in the, oh, yeah. In how to the, fill a beer case. How to fill oh. a beer case. Wow. So, um, but anyway, <laughs> I was a quick study and I did that every summer during college. Oh, and I made cool. a lot a of money. A return engagement to Garbo's. Yes. Wow. Is yes. it still there? I don't know. Huh. I don't know. We should go but, on a great glamour yes. moments in history. It was trail with Carla. <laughs> no, and it was it was a How great fun. experience because it also raised my alcohol tolerance significantly Absolutely. because the bar was like three registers. Mm -hmm. And there was this this register faced the dance floor, so it was busy, busy, busy. Yeah. This register was the service bar for the cocktail waitresses, you mm -hmm. know, yeah. and they would come up and that was not as busy. Yeah. And the other side was really not busy because it was people sitting there and whatever. And so we rotated because, oh, you know, okay. you didn't want to be yeah. at the busiest place all night, right? right? So we would rotate, but everybody would leave a shot at the register. <laughs> As, so as you rotate, you're left to do a shot. <laughs> so your bartender who was there before you would leave is a shot. trying to oh, crush and kill you. That basically. is a scream. Right. So I, you know, and I was the only female bartender. So in this world of you know burly burly boys. Yeah. And uh, and so I got pretty good at you know holding my alcohol. Yeah. And this wow. place was open till four in the morning because that's how things you worked back work then. You did not work until four a.m. Yes, I did. Oh my wow. gosh. Yeah, I did. That's incredible. Yeah. Wow. I know. The How I Got to Your Story. <laughs> Scary. By McDonald. This Isn't is why something? I am so the way I am. Right. I tell you? <laughs> it would explain a whole lot. <laughs> well, and again, it shows your tenacity and fortitude of getting paid and earning the money and for whatever that would allow yeah. you know, more school or what have you. I think so. Yeah. I mean, I do think there's a little lesson in that, which is that, you know, you got to go for it. Yeah. Right. Identify what you, uh, what you want mm -hmm. and don't let, you know, I've never been one to let all the reasons why it can't work get in my way. Right. Um, you know, because, I mean, if you think about Amazon, for example, right. you know, I'm going to sell books online. Really? No, you're not. Nobody's mm -hmm. going to do that. People mm -hmm. like to go into a bookstore and browse right. and yeah. pick it off the shelf and look through it before they buy it. Well, you know. Yeah. So, you know, I uh, I don't, you know, I and in fact, when I was in the PR business, and you know, working with teams of people, we would be trying to get something done, and somebody would come in and say, "Oh, you know," and they ran into a brick wall about something, and I would say, "Well, 
no is when the work begins. Right. You know, mm. anybody can get anybody <laughs> to say no. So true. So we are paid to turn that no into right. a yes. Right. So we've right. got to find a way yeah. to make it happen, right? And so that's the great art in achieving things mm -hmm. is getting from no yeah. to yes. That's right. And not letting, you know, what is a perceived challenge get you get you down. Well, especially when no yeah. isn't an option. Yeah. Right. It just isn't. The client right. is, is not going to pay for no. Exactly. Right. right. Or that didn't work out or that went away. They don't do that. Right. So so getting to yes and staying at yes is really important. Right. Now, let, do we have time for some fun questions? We have time for a couple of fun okay. questions. All right, what? So here's my first fun question. Don't we have like eight more hours? Yeah. Well. <laughs> On a good day. <laughs> in the dreamy podcast world. But in reality, we have to ask you so we don't have to. We get to oh, ask good. you some super fun questions. What was the last costume you wore? Mm. So we were talking about costume parties earlier. Costume. Right? Okay. I would say, well, let's see. Cher. Jack made a great sunny. And when was that? Uh, Halloween a couple of years ago. Okay, great. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen those photos. Yeah, well, no, they're not <laughs> anywhere. Lock and key, okay. Oh, and I was, uh, another Halloween party back a number of years, I was Sarah Palin, and I was a really good Sarah Palin. I'll bet I have you to were. say. <laughs> I was good. Those are oh, great. Yeah. Did yeah. you Did you take Pop your icons. Did you take some cues from Tina Fey and kind of make it your own from there? I don't, you know, I don't know that I did. Well, I don't know. I just took my cues from Sarah Palin, oh. really. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. like, oh, you know, the. Right. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> That's awesome. So you yeah. like costumes. When yeah. pressed into duty. I think costume yeah. parties are really fun. Yeah. Yeah, I think maybe I'll have. Maybe I should do, maybe a, should do a Halloween party. Yeah. Do people like costume party? Well, I know, and you guys met at a costume party. Yes. Right. So, yeah. like, do you I like love costume them. parties? I love them because it, to me, it shows who that person really is. Their alter mm. ego. Oh, yes. That's Very what, true. That's okay. What person. was the last costume you wore? Uh, uh, besides in public. In public, right? It was <laughs> a fighter pilot uniform. Ooh, is that your alter ego? Adventure. Yeah, adventure. <laughs> wow. Absolutely. Flying high. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And you, Rob? So <laughs> I went to a, ironically, we talked a lot about it, a 54 party. And yep. it was like, this was a few years ago. But oh, yeah, it was, I did that too. It was the weekend that Horshack died. So I decided to, I had this like big Afro wig like Epstein had. Yeah, so yeah. I had like these 70s clothes that were all vintage. And I had like this Epstein wig and I put like this long pick and comb oh, on the top and it kind yeah. of like stuck out like like a Dennis the Menace oh, cowlick on the it. top. Okay, I forgot. I was 70s. in the same part now. Back 70s. to the 70s. There's By the a way, theme here. And I had three, no, I had four inch platform shoes. And oh, I don't yeah. know how y'all do that. As a pilot? No, no, no. Or this was As a different 70, costume. Oh, oh, the 70s thing, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, like, thing, yeah. yeah, is that a jet pilot thing to wear? <laughs> <laughs> Stilettos? Pedal to the metal. In the cockpit? But, but platform <laughs> shoes, which were big back in the day, yeah. I don't know how people do that, did that. So if you could choose an era in which to live, would it would it have been the 70s? I don't think so. What right now. It, what, right now. I'm I don't know. Right you know. What about you? I don't, I truly don't know. I, I like any any era from the 50s through the 90s for different reasons. Right. And to kind of pick one. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't pick the 90s because that's kind of where I came of age. But right. any of the other ones Us for different too. reasons I would love. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? So. Thank you, Lance. We understand. <laughs> yes. Yeah. What about you, though? Yeah, well, what about you, Carl? And I ask that because you, you recommended, and I told you that you guys are my go-to for all things to watch right. because you're so great, even though... I watch The Bachelor. You probably don't. I don't we don't know, watch. We're not a part of the sorry. Bachelor Nation. Um, but uh, Bachelor Nation. But um, you're watching Pose. Yes. And I just started. What and do you think about I it? I love it. Isn't it amazing? It's so 
really great. It is. I mean, it's uh, it's pretty deep. Like, it's an intense experience. It's a deep, intense show, and the costuming and the fashion Everything, is just but that's off 70s. the hook. Yeah. So eighties. 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 Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like the late, oh, latest eighties. I know. They, know they all well anything right, from New York eight, from right. from I would say like seventy four to probably right. ninety four is right. kind of one big kind of ball and kind of the history of New York kind of party. Right. And, and it's and sort of that, that underbelly sure. of New yeah. York during that time. Yeah. It was really, it really it's very really fascinating. Is. Right. Yeah. It is. And it's how cool. much it's evolved because it's now it's like Disneyland. We were just there. It's like Disneyland. Everything's beautiful. Everything's perfect. Everything's spotless. Give me, where's the trash on the streets? Right. <laughs> Give me the real stuff. I guess it's, <laughs> exactly. even like Hell's Kitchen. It's not it's not what it's not it hellish anymore. It's not hellish. Sure. Really? It's not. Yeah, it's clean. It's now sanitized. Yeah, you like yeah. New York dirtier? Well, I mean, I just like the authenticity of what right. New York was when I would go up there back yeah. in the day as well. Right. And it was like you felt unsafe. Right. Right. So that was part of the fun. Yeah. yeah. You were unsafe with unsafe with six other people and you were going to an unsafe club together. And that was just part of the experience. Yeah. You just never knew. Yeah. So yeah. time is running short, no. but before we go, I we have to ask the ultimate party hostess one question okay. that we've asked several of our guests, and that is, who are five people from history you would want at a dinner party? Oh, well, of course you two, always. <laughs> That's a good start. <laughs> you but two. other than us. Um, let's see. I would say, well, George Washington, because I think he was just an amazing leader, and mm-hmm. he, he was... Uh, he's so inspiring. I mean, when the going got tough, you know, mm-hmm. he's that person that, uh, in the face of so much challenge, uh, never gave up. Um, so George, um, and then I would say uh, Freud would be fun. Would be fascinating uh, because he could analyze everybody's dreams and people like that. <laughs> yes, parties. that's a great party um, trick. Cleopatra, I love her. Oh. I have. Weren't you Cleopatra in another life? <laughs> I don't know. Probably. Maybe Probably. I hope so. I'm, I'm thinking yeah, Carla was. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I do like to roll up myself up in a carpet, so you know, <laughs> sometimes. But um, no, I think she was amazing. I've read a number of books about her. I like yeah. her. I'm fascinated by her. Um, uh, Plato, maybe. Yeah. And yeah. a philosopher, right. I think, yeah. would be great to have at the table. There's always you always want a philosopher. You want a deep thinker. Yeah. And Plato would like be two for one. He could bring like all the Socrates info yeah. with him. That's yeah. absolutely so true. Um, how many is that? Four. 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 One more. Um, Churchill. Oh, that's a good one. I love that Winston good Churchill. One. Yeah, that's because a great I choice. love you know his his quotes are some of my very favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, never He's give up. Never ever 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 give up. Yeah. yeah, all of that. And yeah. uh, the other favorite Churchill quote is, um, "This is not uh, the end. No, this is not the beginning. This is not the end. This is the." End of the beginning. That's right. Yeah, I like that quote. Yeah. it's optimistic. It's optimistic. Yeah. always looking forward. Which I think forward. you are. That yes. speaks to you and your philosophy. Thank you. I yeah. try. I try to be. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Platonically speaking. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Early, early reference of Plato. <laughs> and I think that quote's probably the perfect way for us to end today. Um, yeah, it um, is. I can't believe an hour plus has already gone by. This has been so much fun. Thanks for being a part of it. Yeah. Yes. And you'll come what back. A thrill. For You're sure. Anytime. You're always invited back. Thank you. Know you. That. Always, always, this always. This has been wonderful. I'm Lance Avery Morgan. I'm Carla McDonald. And I'm Rob Giardinelli. And we're signing off today from the Bob Bullock Texas History Museum in Austin, Texas with Success With Style. And we're here to remind you that great style always starts with having a unique point of view. Have a great day, everyone. Bye, everyone.